Hey everybody, good morning, good morning. It's Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. So, oh my gosh, it's almost 2019. Where has 2018 gone? It flew by. I was extremely busy this year. I am happy to see 2018 end. I'm happy about all the things I learned this year. I'm happy about all the goals that I succeeded at this year. So it's almost 4.30 in the morning. We have like about a week or so left for this year. A couple of days left in 2018. So I know that I've talked about this and I've blogged about this. I've posted about it. I'm pretty sure I have talked about it on one of my podcast episodes, but it's something that I've really been thinking a lot about lately. And so just before I get into it, I want to say thank you for all the support and for everybody who listens to my podcast and follows me on social media. I really appreciate the support. So it's kind of cold in here. My voice is a little bit shaky, but, um, You'll have to excuse the the commotion in the background. We always have fans blowing. But right now we actually have the heater on. So again, I just woke up. I haven't used my vocal cords in several hours and it's cold. <laughs> so you have to excuse the shakiness of my voice. So I want to talk about followers and organic followers versus robots. Again, I know I have covered this before and it's not like I feel like my mission is to enlighten people. I know that a lot of people can relate. That's number one. And it's just something that I want to cover because it's been on my mind a lot lately. So, and again, I've probably talked about this But just to get right into the subject, um, I'm at the point where, for me, I'm breaking things down more so into numbers, which interaction obviously has everything to do with the numbers. Um, What is a number? It's it's kind of like me reevaluating my career as a published pinup model and asking myself if it's not a cover or, you know, some spectacular set that's going to go with the wonderful article that I've written, an article that's important to me, and it's going to have a feature and several pages. If it's not a cover, if it's not a full page feature with an important article, and it's not a huge pinup magazine, then if I've been published 600 times what is 603 or 2 or 605 what is that going to do for my career what is it doing and so that's what I'm looking at I'm looking at numbers and when I say if it's not a big print magazine I'm thinking about numbers I'm thinking about how many followers that magazine has on Facebook because that's where the majority of pinup magazines do their promotion and 
post their content, even though a lot of them, of course, do go on Instagram. I think everything has been based, the root of pen-up publications and promoting for them is basically started on Facebook. So when I look at their numbers and I think of how many people are following their page, then I go down their page and I see how much content they're actually posting. I don't really necessarily myself. I know companies that do very much so. I don't look at how many likes per picture and how many comments and then put that, you know, in math wise and say, okay, well, you know, they're only getting so many likes and they have so many followers. I don't really go that far into it. I don't go that deep into looking at each and every magazine that way, but I do look at how many followers they have and how much they are posting. And then, of course, I'm going to look at the numbers, you know, 100 likes, 1,000 likes, so on and so forth. But I'm not really looking in depth into that. When I think of the amount of followers a magazine has, I think of what does that, how does that equal, you know, what equivalent of that is our readers, people who are actually buying the magazine. And then I look at, is the magazine posting often? That is something that has become important to me because I feel like it's very impersonal. And depending on what your goals are, it can do next to nothing for you, no matter what size the magazine is, if they're not interacting with their, their followers to increase their reader base. And they're not promoting any of the models that they've published or any models that want to do share for share. They're not doing any cross promotion. They're stating that an an issue will be out. They might be saying taking submissions until a certain deadline. Then when they choose who's going to be in the issue, they might put a model lineup in a post. Once the issue's out, they put the link out. Once in a while, they'll post a picture of someone that was in it. Usually, with certain magazines, it's of the same models because they are only featuring the same models. And then it's usually of their work. I can understand that. That's fine. I'm not here to judge why people do that. But I pay attention to things like that now. Because where's the promotion? Where's the cross-promotion? You're, they're not promoting the issue to anyone above and beyond the readers that they have. And if they have a small um, following, that means they're going to have an even smaller reader base. So they're not promoting the issues, nor the models, all of them, it, even if it was here and there. It's always only a select few, and there isn't very much of the promotion. And again, they're promoting and advertising to the same people, the same low amount 
of followers that they have. That's not a magazine that I'm totally interested in, in being involved in. There are, well, there's at least one pinup magazine that I can think of that is definitely what I would consider small. And I've been in it several times, and I will most likely continue to submit to them because it is a specialty pinup magazine. And I always have articles that mean something to me published along with images and it's usually like a two to four pages or more spread with my article that means a lot to me I can do a lot with that and that's a goal for certain photo shoots and obviously articles that I write my goal is to have them published and it's a specialty magazine because it specializes in pinup of color pinups of color so there you go. There's their niche. There's, there's the reasons why I will continue to submit to them, even though they have a small social media following. But I look at numbers when I'm making the decisions I'm making. And when I think of, again, as an example, being published 600 times versus being published 602 times, you know, what does that 601 and 602 really mean other than the number that it is, that it represents. Now, obviously, I had to have the, uh, published, I had to be published a lot of times for the number to have reached 600. And I appreciate it. And 601, 602, I'm going to appreciate those as much. It's about my outlook. It's about my focus. So, to bring this back to full circle, um, I was trying to show the parallels and the things that are in common, and it's really just about my frame of mind and my goals. It's not that I don't appreciate those publications that published me before. It's not that I think I'm somebody and, oh, I refuse to be. If I was already in them, of course I respect those publications. And I appreciate the opportunity to showcase my work for free, to succeed at a goal. And like I've been talking a lot about my ultimate goal lately, I just haven't said exactly what it is. And I've directly said how essential publication means for me to actually achieve this ultimate goal in my career. So undoubtedly, I'm going to continue to be involved in publication. <coughs> Excuse me. And undoubtedly, it has always meant a lot to me and always will. As far as my clients, they want to be published. Um, my clients pay me. And so therefore, publication means a lot to me as well. And it's just a way of getting my work out there as a writer as a columnist, it means a lot to me as well. So again, but it's about my personal goals at this point. They're not the same as my goals were in the beginning of 2018. There are certain goals that I've had for years and have not obtained yet. My ultimate goal is something that when it happens, I'm going to be probably in disbelief for a while 
So I actually don't know how much longer I have until I succeed, but I have to continue to be published. That's such a main aspect and component. It has to be there for me to equal the success I want in the form of achieving the one ultimate goal that I have for my career. And at that point, it's going to bring so much for me, but that means work, that means production. So back to numbers. Um, Let's see. I can understand there's always an exception and the exception to the rule. There are businesses, excuse me, and people, including models, including specifically pinup models that make money directly from their fans. Now, I'm going to use a couple different words here, terminology. I'm going to break them down on what they mean to me, what they mean to me now at this point in my career after learning so much about advertising and marketing and numbers and social media and promoting so and having a marketing budget and things like that all of the information I've retained is what I'm basing my goals on and my outlook and my focus so when I look at people who are selling things specifically let's just say a pinup model your fans are helping you make money your fans might be your sole source of income they you might have a monthly income steadily steadily um, from your fans this could be in the form of one or one or two things or three things or all the above you could be selling membership to a website you could be selling um, clothing that you've worn during photo shoots you could be selling autograph prints. You could be um, selling autograph copies of magazines you've been on the cover of. Um, mainly in the form of pictures. You can be selling some sort of monthly membership to view sets that you have. And then also producing your own calendar and selling that. Again, autographed 8x10s, autographed calendars, autographed magazines. There you go. Then there are pennant models who are professionals at makeup. And they have a huge following on Instagram and a huge following on YouTube. And they make money because of the amount of views that they are receiving per video, specifically on YouTube. They're making money every time somebody watches their entire video because they have over 10,000 followers subscribing to their YouTube channel. So every month they get a check from YouTube and their fans aren't actually buying anything. They're just watching the videos. There are plenty of people that do hair and do hair videos, makeup, makeup videos. Those are probably the top two I would say within pinup. And then of course there are pinup models that also have a huge following and post all types of videos behind the scenes when they attend events, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I would say the top 2 um that are making the most money are people who do styling because everybody wants to learn and um 
people will pay, you know, and you can, you can get paid to teach. That's one way. So when you're someone like that, I can understand numbers mean different things to you. There's a different aspect of the numbers, meaning you, your fans actually have to interact all the time, often, in large numbers for you to make your money. Your fans actually have to be ordering your calendars and your 8x10 prints that you autograph. They have to be um, buying membership that you're selling for you to make money. Your fans, and I say fans, because that's what fans do. They interact all the time. They don't miss a beat on anything that you're doing. And, you know, true fans, I would say, that have the money, obviously, if this is something that's available and you're making um, an, an appealing offer to them, they'll join, you know, and pay for a membership or order, like I said, 8 by 10s that you autograph and send to them. I know two people that are completely different on very different aspects of the business on different ends, both in pinup, um, and they're both making money off their fans. One is making money off their fans, and that's what they do full-time. The other one makes extra income, and it's on a st steady basis from their fans. Both of them do every month. By And this person, again, they sell um, autographed and prints, whereas the other person sells digital prints, digital images um, in the form of memberships and packages that you buy. Both making money, both within the pinup industry. Now, people like that, or if you want to work for a company, or if you're working for a company that demands your followers actually interact on every post that you're posting, that you have a huge amount of inter interaction when you're posting about their company or their product or you're modeling something and they, ta they require that and you tag them in it. They require a huge amount of interaction. Some companies may require sales. You may have some sort of partnership agreement or you're an ambassador to a company and that agreement includes making money every single time somebody visits their website or more specifically getting a percentage every single time somebody buys something that you are you're endorsing so it depends on your agreement and that depends on the goals of the company it depends on your goals if that's something that you're willing to um, do if that's something that you want to do, if you're motivated to do, if it's something you can actually foresee doing. So there's there's so many ways that numbers matter. And then there's a lot of people like me. When I think about organic followers versus non-organic followers, I think about how many quote-unquote organic followers, supposedly we, we, we know these people are real because they've posted a lot of pictures of themselves because they have a, you know, a long, lots of friends following them. They have a long history of, of posting. So never met these people, never going to, maybe have never even interacted with them at all. 
and maybe they've never interacted on anything after they followed your page that you've posted. But these are organic because they're, they're real people, supposedly. Okay, so that doesn't mean that they're a fan. That's, if I could put it, I can't, I just can't think of a way I can make it any more simple than that. Just because somebody is a follower does not mean that they're a fan. Just because someone follows your page does not mean they're going to interact in any way ever. These are organic followers, real people. Just because somebody follows your page and looks at every single picture that you've posted because there are people who like your page and never visit it again. They get busy or they're not on social media a lot or they're following so much and so many pages that they, if they don't visit your page, they're never going to see it in their news feed. You have to visit pages on a regular basis to see what's going on and also to increase the chances that it'll be there as you're scrolling through. Especially if you're like me and you are following a lot of pages and in a lot of groups. It's impossible unless you go to visit. And the more times I visit a page, the more times I'm probably going to see it in my news feed or whatever as I'm scrolling down. But back to the numbers, back to followers versus fans. Someone may never visit your page again after following it. Someone may visit your page <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, once in a while on a regular basis or all the time and look at the pictures. Even click on the pictures that you've posted and never click like not one single time. You can see the statistics if you have a Facebook page and um, Instagram does it now. You can see the statistics of how many people have visited your page, how many new followers you've gotten, and how much traffic is going, basically traffic is going on on your page for the week, for the month, for the day. I'm sure they have it on Facebook. Just because someone visits your page, okay, and they've, they've liked your page, and they're visiting it, and they're actually clicking on your images, does not mean they're going to click like ever. There's some people that just will never do that, but they will continue to follow your page, which means they're part of that number of followers. They will continue to visit your page, which means they are part of the traffic that's going to be within your statistics for the, for the day, for the week, for the month. They will click on images, which I believe again, adds to the interaction that's going on, but they will not click like, and they will never comment. Okay. Now there are people who will follow your page. They will visit it often. They will click on pictures to increase the size and click like, whether it's once in a while or whether it's all the time. And Sometimes, let's just take it a step further in this step, they'll comment or just say yes and they'll comment. That does not mean, now they've, now first of all, that means they've added to your stats and your numbers in all of those ways, more than one way. 
it still doesn't mean that they won't ever visit a website link or any link that you put on a post. That's number one. Number two, it still doesn't mean that if they visit a website or a link that you give them that they're going to ever buy a single thing from you, including any companies that you represent. Now, if you have a YouTube channel and you have modernization and you're getting paid, then they can look and even if they don't click like to the video or share it or comment, they can actually make you money just by watching your video entirely and they're not spending a dollar. But back to the Facebook fans, fans that are supportive, fans that follow my page, fans that visit it often, fans that click like, fans that comment, and even those that do all the above plus share my images. Those are fans. Those aren't just someone that is adding to my numbers by following my page only. That's where the separation is to me when someone becomes a fan versus a follower. I'm within followers and and I guess fans would have to be 100% organic people that are doing this. But my whole point is we're talking about numbers. We're talking about numbers. There are people, real, quote unquote, real people who are only serving the purpose by being a part of the number of followers that I have. And that's it. I've never heard a peep from them. They're not bringing up my stats in any other way. They've never interacted on my page, not once. They've never clicked on anything. They've never purchased anything. They've never asked to buy anything from me. They never will. Those are people who are followers. These can be, to me, robots, or these can be real people. These can be people who have several different accounts and rarely check into that one where they've liked my page or subscribed to my page. These are people who are extremely busy and don't have time to purposely visit my page. These are people who have liked my page and are following it, but they're rarely on Facebook. They're just hardly ever, hardly ever. Or people that check in, look at their messages, and then check out. That's their daily dose of Facebook. There are so many people like that. There are people who will look and visit my page, never follow it because they don't want their wife to know or someone in their family to see the pages that they've liked. They're never going to click like, they're never going to comment, but by visiting my page, they are adding to the traffic, the numbers within that side of my statistics. But again, they are not going to buy anything. They're not going to click like. They're not going to let anyone know that they visit that page, that they subscribe to that page and followed it, whatever. Again, they're a number. They're a number. 
you can have robots, you can pay for, for followers, you can pay to have robots, if you will, um, visit and your page and increase your statistics. So, and they'll never click like they'll, unless you want to pay for that. But my, my whole point is, is that there is, there's the difference. There's the difference. And there is a difference. And there you have it. You know, fans are people who interact. Fans are people who show support by doing more than just looking. Fans are people who are going to spend their money. Fans are people who are going to visit website links and links to things that you post. Fans are going to watch your videos, want autographed 8x10s, or if nothing else, they do more than just follow your page and visit it. They actually click like, they actually comment, they actually share your images and they don't miss a beat this is on all your pages on all your accounts wherever you are whatever you're doing they're with it they're down with it if you say please go like this page please like my models page um please you know go like this magazine's page boom they're on it they do it that's a fan if you want to call it a loyal fan when someone actually spends their money fine but they are interacting and they're doing more than just being a part of your following that number but that number is there and what I'm saying is when people go on and on and on about organic followers I understand the importance for people needing organic followers when they're selling something clothing companies models, pinup models who are selling things and, you know, videos that need to be watched and things that need to be purchased. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I understand that. You need people, people, okay? <laughs> but how many of your organic followers that you have built on your own, and these are quote-unquote real people, real, real accounts, human beings, how many of them are going to actually do all of the above, all of the above? How many of them are going to follow your page, visit it often, click on the images, click like on the images, comment, visit the sites, and then buy something from you or the companies that you're representing? How many of those actual organic followers are going to be doing that? If you're not involved in sales or you're not involved in a company that requires you to and you've went into agreement with within sales and taking a percentage and things like that, then how many followers you have may matter. But as far as them being organic, organic followers don't necessarily equate to actual fans. That's my point. That's my whole point. I'm not taking away from the fact that, you know, there are robot accounts and they're just there to serve the number. Okay, but there are organic accounts 
and that's all they're doing is serving the number. They're, we're serving several different numbers, which is fine. But do you see how that's equal to me, to someone like me? Fans are the ones that set themselves apart from the rest. People who enjoy my work and maybe they don't comment, maybe they don't share it, but they're going to click like because they purposely go to my page to see what I'm doing. They like what I'm doing. So, boom, they're a fan because they followed my page, they visit it often on purpose, and they click like to the things that they see that they like. That's three ways of contributing to my numbers and my, and my stats. Just following my page and or just following it and visiting it at that point, I look back on the other end for people who these aren't real accounts. They're, how much you know less are they doing those accounts? They're not. You know that's that's what I've come to focus on, and like that's my outlook this year. Because last year I learned a lot about online um, marketing and promotion. And this year, I learned even more. And studying people's accounts and studying just, you know, going under contract with different companies and really thinking about the whole social media thing and the, the fashion influencer and all of these, all the way up to celebrities that have a million followers or, you know, a hundred million followers. And it's like, you know, everybody has a different agreement going on because these are all different companies. They're all different companies. And some people are actual professional bloggers. And so when you go to visit their website and their blogs, there's going to be lots of advertisement there. Or there's going to be some advertisements around the articles, around the blog. And that's because companies are paying for that. It's just like going on YouTube, watching videos for free. There's ads all over, and there's commercials within all of the videos. That's how they can, you know, offer YouTube for free for, for the person that's just going there to watch videos because there's sponsors that pay. So you'll possibly click on their link and bring them business. It may not even be a deal where they're paying YouTube per sale they make. No, 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 no. They're paying for advertisement space. And that's the way, the same, it's the same concept of TV. Advertisers pay for the space. And that's the reason why people are able to watch TV for free. Other than, you know paying for the TV and your service and all that. So, same thing with the internet. But back to what I was saying. If you don't have an agreement with companies based upon selling things or making a percentage off of, or say you do, but they hired you because they need content for what they're doing, 
then, you know, honestly, when it comes down to being an artist, it, it really, followers do not equal fans. That's, that's basically my whole outlook after learning everything I learned, studying different people's accounts, studying my own, and, and again, the agreements that I've went to, the contracts that I'm under, and just thinking about everything as a whole, it's, it's, it's a lot. I would actually say that it's a lot because there's so much involved in marketing and advertising alone. And then you think about everything else that entails being a social media influencer and a blogger. And there's so many different ways that people are making money. And, you know, there's no two people have the same type of agreements, um, honestly, because everybody's doing their own thing. But as an artist, someone who loves to create as, as the talent, you know, a model that was modeling before the internet, a model that definitely, you know, the internet has changed everything, but someone who shoots with professional photographers, somebody who's involved in publication as a model, somebody who's represented different companies, modeled for different companies over the years. I consider myself an artist and the talent. And to me, the major difference is when someone becomes a fan, not just when someone is a follower. I just don't really care. I honestly don't if it's robots or if it's a, an organic account and this is somebody's fifth account that they've created and they only go on that one to look at pen up or they only, you know, I, I just don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I really, really, it just doesn't, it doesn't, I'm not making money off my YouTube videos yet. Um, I'm far from having 10,000, but I'm trying a little. As soon as I try more, it'll increase. I have to make the time to get more subscribers on my YouTube channel. I've just been focused mainly on Instagram this year. So it's just taking me like all year to really just get on there and get my, get everything established because it's so important. That's one thing that companies who are looking or will hire you as a social media influencer and model for them. Uh, Instagram, it's such a big thing, Instagram. And I learned recently that Twitter is really important for people who are into writing and want to build connections with journalists and columnists and writers. And I'm like, okay, how come no one told me? No, <laughs> I just recently found that out by taking a course in school. So I will be on Twitter, but I have to create a whole separate account from my modeling one. Anyways, anywho, anyhow. Um, yeah, for me, it's, it's when someone becomes a fan is when it really matters to me. And as far as people who are organic accounts that don't buy and will never buy a single thing that I'm selling or a product that I'm promoting, to me, they go right back to being a follower. They're a number. Every, every, all of them are numbers. Everyone's a number. We all are um, on social media. So 
there's just different aspects of being a fan. And of course, a true fan is going to um, buy things. They are going to buy things. But that's not a requirement for me as an artist and a model and a talent. The talent. Um, that's not a requirement for me because I've never established my career on sales. The more that my fan base increases, yes, I would love to see my fans buy things for me and buy things from the companies that I'm promoting. I would love that, but I'm not pushing that. I'm not promoting that side of my business. Again, I'm still involved heavily in producing things, producing images, producing content for publication, for my articles that mean a lot to me, and for the companies, they are taking the content and mass, you know, marketing it, doing what they got to do with the content. That's what I'm doing. I'm on my end. I'm on the production side, not on the sales end. And so for me, you don't have to be what I would consider a true fan does not have to be one that's spending their money. They're doing so much interaction and showing so much support, which as an artist means a lot. But for somebody to follow my page and never interact or visit my page, never follow it and never interact, and this is a real person, to me, they're no different than a robot account. They just aren't. They are a follower of my work. They are in one form or another, even if you just visit my page, you're contributing to my numbers, but that's all you're doing. Again, a robot can do that. Robots are doing that. <laughs> when I think of AI, artificial intelligence, I start to think about, it's just interesting. It's interesting the way that everything's going in the world. But um, as an artist, creating and having my fans adore my work and show support, I love it. I absolutely love it. And that means more to me than anything. And I don't think that companies are necessarily focused on how many of my fans really adore me <laughs> and how I feel about that. I really don't. I think that they want to see the interaction. I think that they want to see the production specifically um, when it comes to the products and things that they're sending me to promote. And they want content. That's what they want. To see my social media numbers be high means that I'm p potentially reaching a lot of people. But I'm going to tell you right now, just because someone's numbers are high as far as they're following does not mean they are reaching that many people does not mean that that many anywhere near that many people are going to interact because like I said there are people who will follow your account and never interact ever never even visit it again and there's no guarantee that your organic followers are actually going to buy anything if you're not promoting things in that way 
if that if you're not involved in sales and that's all people know of you because it's even it's difficult to just start selling things when it takes a while I think for your fans to get used to that when that's not what you were doing that's not how you built your fan base and your following to begin with so yes you know organic followers um, in some form or another in some light um, mean to me just as much as a robot really or somebody who has three accounts and has liked my you know excuse me follow my page on all three of their accounts you know all of these numbers and they just go round and round in my head and it's like I finally decided how I look at numbers and there is a difference between fans and followers period period because as I said you can pay for followers real and organic and there are accounts that have real people doesn't mean they're going to be a fan just because they see your work just because they've liked your page and people who do that actual people doesn't mean they're ever going to spend a dime especially if that's not something you're always coming at them with buy this buy that order this order that excuse me it's almost like building your fan base and say the bridal community as a stylist or a bridal model designer and then deciding that you're going to do bikini sportswear you're going to lose followers you're going to gain different followers you're going to have a different audience all of that your target audience who you're trying to reach all of that is left up to people who are in marketing and promotion and advertising. I leave all that up to the companies that have hired me. I produce the content. I'm the talent. And I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going to promise sales. I'm not going to expect a huge monthly income off of the discount codes if I have another agreement, which means I'll actually get paid. I mean, there's just, I'm not, I don't want to deal with that. If I was going to get into that, I would definitely have a manager, my, my publicist, my publicity agent, manager, deal with that on that end. Um, as far as really being realistic is this something that I'm going to be capable of doing like am I really going to be expecting money from this every month that means that I'm going to have to spend a lot of time promoting that and purposely going after that and going after people who are consumers see I have fans that doesn't necessarily mean they're consumers I have followers it doesn't necessarily mean that they're true fans So I just want to wrap it up with that and leave it there because I could go on and on, but then I'm still kind of repeating myself. Um, I appreciate all my supporters because supporters are my fans. I appreciate all my fans. And yes, of course, I appreciate people who contribute to my numbers. Even if you don't click like, even if you 
don't comment. Even if you do all of the above, but you've never bought a single thing, and you never will. <laughs> um, everybody serves a purpose, and so do robots, and so do paid advertisements, and paying people to increase your following, paying for services, marketing, advertising. It all means a lot, and again, to me, my fans are the ones that have set themselves apart from the rest. And you don't have to be buying things from me for me to consider you a fan. The support, the good vibes, the love, you know, the constant support that I receive from my fans means so much to me. And so do people who just are there as a number. It, it means a lot to me. Um, because I need those numbers in, in one shape or form. <laughs> I really do. But I'll always appreciate my fans, and I want to say thank you. So I'm going to end this podcast. We're just over 50, 49 minutes. I'm going to start my day back with numbers and really focus today on 2019. I really, really, really want to focus. I think I'm actually going to make a chart of things because I have to make a press release chart, my press schedule uh, for publication and for publicity. And I have to get several press packages ready. So I really want to focus on um, my goals for 2019 and what I'm, what I'm really trying to do. I really want to leave 2018 behind, um, take all of the knowledge I've learned, and it's, it's time to get it done. I feel overwhelmed because I have so many goals, so many things, but I'm wrapping up everything from this year, and so that, that gives me motivation <laughs> because I don't have that many loose ends left, and things are continuing to flow. So I feel confident that I can start planning more and actually get it done. No matter how many things I have to plan, I'm ready. I want to get at least one major thing done today besides this podcast and besides my normal promotion and advertising that I do online. So I'll see all of you guys online. Good morning. It's 5 a.m. I think it's the 27th. Is it? Gosh, already. Wow. It's like the 26th, 27th, 27th of December. I just had a birthday. We just had the Christmas and the winter holidays. And I'm looking forward to 2019. So I'll see all of you online. Have a great day. And thanks for the support. This is Diana Prince, and this has been Pen Up Talk. Ciao.